don't know how this is going to work, but we're going to give it a try, everybody. Normally, this is the point where I say, oh, well, you know, like the intro says, I'm Chris, but uh, that was not what was said on the intro. This one's a little different because, you know, we're on we're on a holiday break. We're on our, our holiday break, your, your number one highest rated TN2M show on the entire Talk Nerdy to Me podcast network, your friends with benefits. Hashtag FWB podcast on all your socials. Since he's not here, since also Chris isn't here, I figured I need to do his part too. And speaking of that, God, I hope he listens to that and he gets a big smile on his face. This is going to be a real, this is going to be a shorter episode, so hopefully he'll He'll take the time to listen. It's not a beer. I know I'm going to ruin the illusion. It's not a beer. I uh, grabbed a a Mountain Dew can on the way up upstairs to the podcast room. So kind of cheating. Could have said it was a beer, but I didn't. I want to be honest with you people. I want to be honest with our fans, with our listeners, most of them that I like, most of whom I like. But... I wanted to do this uh, special episode. This this is just a short little episode, um, you know, for Christmas. I know it's not going to get listened to a lot because everybody hopefully has a lot of Christmas plans, uh, holiday plans, and you won't have a lot of time to be listening to to podcasts. So, uh, but for those of you who are listening, I appreciate you very much. Uh, I don't really know where this is going to go. Uh, I'm trying to channel my inner. Jason, if you've never listened to Jason's show, Superhero Deep Dive, on our network, you, you owe it to yourself to do it for uh, learning about some obscure superheroes that you, you might not have ever heard of, or you, you might have heard of, but you don't know a lot about, and he does a fantastic job of giving you more information and making you fall in love with some characters that you might have only known about. I'm pushing for, I know they were toys into comics, but I'm pushing for the stone protectors, but I don't think they fit his criteria. So if you've never Wikipedia, the stone protectors, go ahead and do it. You're going to be really disappointed because that was like the rage. I remember going to Kmart back in the day when the stone protectors were first a thing. And they, uh, if you bought a certain amount of, of merchandise, you got a comic book. And I remember flipping through that comic book like it was the greatest thing ever when really they are, they're trolls, like little troll dolls with, with jewels in their chests. And that's it. There's not a lot more to them. That's it. I, I, I pretty much just did a superhero deep dive on them. Uh, trolls were super popular and, a company wanted to try and make money from them and they didn't own them. And there you go. So they created the stone protectors. Um, and so I, I just, I vividly, there, there are a few things of my youth like that, that I vividly remember. Most of them are shopping for toy related. Uh, I remember uh, back in the day when, reserving video games was like the thing like uh, a GameStop or a software etc which is what it was 
in our mall with software, et cetera. And it was, you know, your video game store. And it was, you know, pre-GameStop and, and all of that. And, and uh, they only would order so many copies of a game. So if you didn't put $5 down and reserve it, air quotes, then you were kind of gambling on if you, if you would get a copy or not. And I remember, <clears throat> excuse me, that was gross. I remember in our mall, we had a few stores that sold games. And it was that there were two video game stores. There was a a, a software, et cetera, and, and an electronics boutique was the other one, which became EB Games later on. But uh, there was there was those. There was a little Toys R Us Express, and there was a couple other stores. And I remember like the the game I wanted, and gosh, my taste was so bad in games. Was uh, WWF Warzone. And at the time, you know, pro wrestling was the hottest thing. And it was just, it was the greatest thing ever. And WWF Warzone was like the hottest game. And I remember going to the mall and I didn't reserve a copy because that was like the tail end of when I didn't reserve stuff because this taught me a lesson. And the the software etc the the eb games they didn't have they didn't have all we have are enough for the people who reserved it which makes no sense like if you know 25 people reserved it then you know it's probably going to be pretty popular so why not order 30 why not order 40 why not you know order enough oh no sorry you know this many people all we have are enough for people who reserved it and i remember uh we went to the Toys R Us in the mall, the little Toys R Us Express, as like the last hope. And the lady behind the counter, they had just gotten their shipment in. Like they had just gotten it. And she's like, well, I'm going to have to go back and look. And I'm going to have to go back and look and see if, see if we have enough. And so she came back and she's like, well... I do have enough for you to be able to get one. And I was like, you, you could have just brought it out. Cause she's like, I'll go get it for you. And I was like, you were just back there. Why didn't you not just bring it out with you? But whatever, not going to be mad about it. Cause I got my copy of the game and the game was not good. Was the other problem. Like that game was not good, but you know, live and learn. And so I started reserving games after that. And I reserved like metal gear solid uh, and all of that. My, my PS1 era was pretty much when I reserved everything, and then I stopped. Um, I'm kind of jogged by that because I played some Nintendo 64 over the weekend, and it was pretty much the greatest thing ever. And I forgot how much fun the Nintendo... I was a Nintendo 64 hater when it first started. When it first came out, I was a hater, but it won me over. I need to find a PlayStation 2, though because I don't have a PS2 anymore. And that might be on my list of things to get is a PS2, because there are a lot of really good PS2 games that I miss playing, and I may just have to go back and do that. Um, I don't know that I got many game systems for Christmas. I pretty much saved up my money, like birthday money and, and like 
chore money and all that stuff. Is that a dying art, by the way? Uh, parents giving allowance and and money for chores to kids. I don't I don't know if if that's a dying art or not, or if that's a if that's a thing that still happens. So, parents, if you're listening, and I know you are. Fire off in the in the comments or or email us at iheartstamos at gmail dot com and tell us if you give your kids money for chores and how much because I want to know I don't want to give away how much I I made for chores and for allowance and stuff but I I want to know if it's if it's going right or if I was if I was overpaid or underpaid I'm very curious about that now I don't know um, but I remember some of my favorite christmas gifts i ever got i didn't get game systems really i got like games i would always ask for for a game or two but never a system because i always thought that they were too much money like it was too much for to, to, to ask for it was too much to ask for from my parents so i never never asked for one uh, i would ask for games um but that was it um but i remember some of my favorite gifts i ever got were uh those old school if you look up wrestling buddies they're like little pillow, pillow-shaped people uh, of famous wrestlers, and I had. Uh, I think the only, the only two I didn't have were uh, the Big Boss Man and the. I think I had the Million Dollar Man. Uh, I know for sure I didn't have the Big Boss Man, but um, I, I remember the year that uh, I got the Legion of Doom. They were a tag team. And they looked like a out of the Road Warrior movie. They had like the football pads with spikes on them. And uh they came in a two pack. Uh and these things were like, you know, a good two, two and a half feet tall. Uh all stuffed. They were adorable. And I got the two pack of the Legion Doom Legion of Doom and it was like the greatest thing ever. Um eventually later on uh we got a trampoline at home and I would do like wrestling moves with the wrestling buddies on the trampoline. And it was like the greatest thing ever. It was truly when I was living my best life, when I was 14 years old doing wrestling moves on the, um, on the trampoline with, with my wrestling buddies. But, uh, other than that, like I, I remember that being a standout. Um, my least favorite gift that I ever got, and I'll never, I'll never tell my mom this story. So if you, if you're hearing this story, if, if mom, if you're listening and I hope you're not, I hope you don't listen to this show, but if you are listening, now's the time to take the, your volume and, and turn it all the way down and, or just stop listening to the episode altogether. Uh, but I remember I really, really, really wanted a, my buddy doll. And if you've never heard of a my buddy doll there was my buddy and there was they later introduced kid sister and my buddy was like if you were like me and you had no friends growing up it was basically like a, a friend you could buy and uh the problem with it is that that it looked just like chucky from child's play which is a problem so, you know, I loved, uh, I love, I saw the ads. I really wanted the My Buddy doll. I, I loved everything about it. I wanted it so much. So I begged my parents for it. I begged them for 
a my buddy doll and my mom you know good on her she um you know she wore herself out trying to find a my buddy doll for me and she did and i remember i got it and i ripped open that paper and i looked at that my buddy doll and it freaked me out and i hated it i hated it i absolutely hated it so one day uh after you know and there's home videos of me that like I'm driving, like I have a little fire truck, like a like a little pedal power fire truck, and uh, you know my my parents are like, bring my buddy with you, bring my bring your bring your my buddy with you, and I'm like, no, no, and so they would make him just sit on the stairs going into the house, and I would drive around the fire truck and and leave him on the stairs because he creeped me out, but I didn't want to say it because I didn't want my mom to feel bad. So one day. Uh, my parents, they went to go get groceries or they went somewhere. My sister, two years older than me, she's in charge. And so I decide, much like Dexter Morgan, tonight's the night. Today's the day. I'm going to get my buddy. And so my parents come home from getting groceries or wherever they went. I'm pretty sure it was getting groceries. So they come home and. My, my mom's looking around for me. She can't find me. And she's freak. She starts freaking out. Like she starts like, you know, it starts out like, oh, he's probably upstairs. No, he's not upstairs. Okay. He's probably in the basement. No, he's not in the basement. He's probably, you know, in the backyard. No, he's not in the backyard. And like, you start running out of places where the kid could be. And so my mom starts freaking out. And she's asked my sister, she's like, where is he? Where's, where's Chris? And my sister's like, I don't know. He was around, and like I saw him, and and all of a sudden I didn't. And so my mom's like freaking out at this point. She thinks like I've been taken. Which if I was taken, you know, anybody with any sense at all would return me after about fifteen minutes because I won't shut up. So she's looking, and she can't, she can't find me. And all of a sudden she sees me outside. I'm in the backyard. I'm like way in the backyard because our house backed up to a giant open field but in between our backyard and the field there's a bunch of trees so i'm i'm right on the edge of the tree line and she she sees me and so she's all relieved that that i'm okay which worked out in my favor because what i had done is uh well she once once she realized I was okay, she got pissed because of what I was doing. And because she came out and uh, I had to tell her that I had snuck up behind my buddy. I snuck up behind the doll like the doll was going to get me. And I gave him like a ninja choke out. And I brought him outside. And I had tied a rope around his foot and then around a branch. And I had hoisted him up so he was upside down. And I had a wiffle ball bat, and I was just beating the living hell out of this doll with the wiffle ball bat. And I'm just going to town. Uh, just wait. And my mom, when she finally realizes, you know, what's happened, because I like she comes home, and you know, she finally sees me, and I'm like mid swing. I'm just like, I'm friggin', you know, Barry Bonds in this thing, uh, just hitting Homer after Homer off this thing's face. And my mom, 
runs out and she gets so mad because she's like, you know how expensive this thing was? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm just wailing away on this thing, yelling out, it scares me. It scares me. And, and you know, my mom's like, well, you know, you could have just told me and, and we could we can get rid of it. And I was trying to be a good kid. And it turns out that uh, in trying to be a good kid, um, I ended up being a bad kid and I ended up breaking it. And uh, that was the worst gift I ever got. So um, I, I've, I've had to go through because when I went to college, my, my parents waited approximately 18 minutes for me to be out of the house from when they got back. Uh, from dropping me off to go through my room and just systematically just throw out or give away everything I owned. And so I've had to, over the years, go back and rebuy a lot of stuff that, you know, a lot of the old toys or uh, other old, older things that uh, that I had. And, you know, like some Friday the 13th movies on VHS or... Uh, you know, just other stuff like books or other things, clothes sometimes, uh, toys mostly that they got rid of, video games and video game systems. And so I try, you know, I, I've, I've been trying to, uh, you know, I rebought a Teddy Ruxpin. So uh, Teddy Ruxpin, if you don't know, Teddy Ruxpin is a little bear and he comes with books, comes with these little books. and he has a cassette deck in the back and so you put a cassette in and it will like he'll read out the book and his mouth will move and they remade the Teddy Ruxpin but it looks awful but the old one old school one's awesome and uh so you could put a tape in and he would read the book to you and you'd follow along in the book but I would put like I I would put uh, like music cassettes in the back like uh I'd make him sing like Black Sabbath or like Ace of Bass um, or something like that. Uh, so I like I've, I've, you know, rebought, you know, the Teddy Ruxpin and some of my Power Ranger toys, stuff like that. But I will not, I will not rebuy the My Buddy doll. I refuse. And if you ever want to end, end a friendship with me, you buy it, you, you, you show me. You know, you buy me and my buddy. I don't even know how much they go for. I'm going to go to eBay right now, and I'm going to eBay how much a my buddy doll goes for. My buddy doll. Okay, my buddy doll goes right now. Uh, yeah, thirty nine dollars, forty two dollars, fifteen dollars if you want it naked. Uh, yeah, yeah. My God, like, how do you? This thing still creeps me out. Like, how do you look at this thing? And not see Chucky from Child's Play. I just, I, uh, and I guess Child's Play came afterwards because the My Buddy doll started in 1985. So I guess, you know, Child's Play was right afterwards. So maybe it was inspired by the My Buddy doll. I haven't looked it up, but um, just creepy, just unsettlingly creepy. So. That's just a little insight into what makes me as weird as I am. That uh, is about as weird. It's about as fun of a story as I as I I have for a gift that I was given. Um, 
but it's Christmas and it's Christmas time. One of us, one of our, uh, you know, since we're on break for another couple weeks, uh, I just wanted to drop in and give you guys a little bit something. Uh, I can officially announce that, uh, you know, if you haven't uh, made plans to be in historic downtown Bowling Green, uh, then we'll be posting the ticket information for our show on Friday night, January the 14th. It, uh, let me, let me go to the official calendar and see if they have put, you know, if they've posted it, I almost, I almost put, put, use the word put and post together. And that would have been very bad. Uh, so Warren, let's see. I don't want to give away exactly what we're doing, but let's see. We'll go down here. And we'll see if it's open. I'm gonna I'm gonna give the location about where it is here in just a second. But I just wanted to see if tickets were in fact on sale at this point in time, and see if you can buy them. I know they're 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 probably going to be up by the time you hear this, but I don't want to be a liar and. And say, oh, well, you can go get tickets for this. And then have a, okay, they're not on sale yet. yet, But it will be at the Capitol, the Capitol Arts Theater in downtown Bowling Green on Friday night, January the 14th. And there will be tickets on sale as soon as they go up. We're going to post them. Uh, but it will be downtown, so there's free parking uh, less than a block away. So you can park for free. And... Uh, right next to a couple of restaurants and a, and a bar so you can you can drink you can get a drink before the show or after the show which is probably what i'm going to do uh get something to eat it's going to be a whole lot of fun so make make your chance uh make your chance what does that mean uh, clear your schedule and come see us we've got a lot of really fun stuff uh set for that show i cannot wait so uh it's going to be a whole lot of fun but before then, you know, we, we've got a little bit to get to. So uh, worry about spending time with your family or your friends uh, over the holidays. Uh, and, you know, take some time to tell people that you appreciate them uh, for what they've uh, added to your life this year. Uh, I know we, we try to do a, a comedy show and, and do some funny things to try and make you not think about real life because the outside world kind of sucks some days and you know we we try and give you an escape but uh you know there's there's a lot of people that i'm going to be making sure that i send them send them a text or send them a card um you know for for the holidays just to tell them that i appreciate them because there's a lot of negativity in the world there's a lot of bad in the world there's a lot of stuff to be mad sad depressed whatever about so if you have something or somebody in your life that that brings you some happiness just tell them and uh you know brighten up their day because they brighten up yours so uh, also give us a like give us a share uh, if you like the episodes if you like what you hear and uh we'll be back in january we got some more other episodes to to um to share with you while we're on break but uh, I just wanted to chime in real quick uh, and just tell everybody that uh, if you're listening to this, then I appreciate you and you make my life better. 
because you know when I was a kid, uh, when I was going to college, the summer before I left for college, it was after I'd graduated high school because that's usually how it works. Uh, I'd graduated high school and I hadn't gone to college yet, and um, my dad and I used to I used to help my dad run errands. Uh, we would like, you know, we'd go to Home Depot or we'd go pick up stuff at Walmart or do whatever for, you know, projects and around the house because, you know, I was helping him do around the house projects while I was still home. And one of the things that we would always do is we would turn on talk radio and we would listen to what they were talking about and we, we would talk about it. And it really, you know, it, it, it uh, opened up conversations that I wouldn't have otherwise been able to have or wouldn't have thought to have with my dad and um so talk radio and and radio in general uh has always been really really important to me and had a special place in my world and in my heart so uh everybody who listens to this is helping me be able to kind of do some talk radio uh and kind of do a little show and so for that i appreciate you very much and uh, I hope everybody has a wonderful holiday. And I hope that, um, I was going to say, I hope that Santa brings you everything that you want. But if you listen to this show, then you're probably a bastard and you're probably on the naughty list. So I don't think Santa's bringing you nothing, but I hope that Krampus doesn't kidnap you. And that's about the best I can do. So for your friends with benefits, I am Chris.